Watch who? And welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Watching for the very first time. I can't sing that right now. You're eat- I've got a mouth full of crisps. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the beginning of the season. You've got to do it. Give me a sec. Let me just... Very first time! Hey, And with that note, season 20 is open. <laughs> it, <laughs> the season doesn't start until Sarah sings. <laughs> no? I was just finishing my quinoa crisps. <laughs> mm. uh, well, we're here, we're in this crypt in Amsterdam. I thought it was the best place to just start recording. Yeah, fair. Like, the sound probably quite good being underground it's a bit drafty not like well it'd be a bit cooler than today as we're recording it's bloody boiling today yeah it's been very hot weather mm. um i don't really have that much in terms of updates because i haven't had time to watch anything else mm, i started watching um jury duty oh yes yeah i watched a couple of episodes of that yeah mm, i'm enjoying that that's great like really enjoying it um, I've just done the episode that they go to Margaritaville. Oh, I think you're ahead of me now. I finished Gilmore Girls again. So that's been my gym workout. I, I download an episode and I go to the gym. I don't know. Do you know what? I think it's like a, I normally do it once a year. And for whatever reason this year, I've done it like three times, four times, <laughs> like a full run of it. Um, but I've officially finished that today. Um, I finished it. and season seven is such a slog because it's terrible. I got through it, so yeah, that's that's my update. I haven't really got all else. No. My cat turned three. There's a balloon in the background. Yay. We'll just go straight into the Doctor Who talk then. Sure, let's do what it. If you're a new listener for this season, this is a Doctor Who podcast, and we are watching through Doctor Who. Me for the first time. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we've already said that, haven't we? No, I wish no. <laughs> hey, Mark, keep it, keep it. Well, no, I was just thinking if anyone was joining, we haven't done like a, a welcome new listeners. You might be starting with season 20. I don't know why. You might be, I yeah. I just thought it was an opportunity. Okay. Yeah, yeah, here. But I've just realised we did explain that in the intro anyway, so there's not really much point. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast where we talk about Doctor Who. There we go. And it's season 20. 20 years of Doctor Who. We are celebrating. This will be a very uh, positive, celebratory season, hopefully. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Oh, actually, before we start, can I just do Celery Watch? Have you noticed the celery yet? I did. I nearly messaged you. I was like, I've seen the fucking celery. Thank God. It's taken me this whole season. Oh, one whole season without seeing the celery. I don't know how, but it was... I just never took attention oh, to it. Good. I'm glad. I'll, I'll do a tick there on my notes. That says celery. Travel for the new season on BBC One. The start of a new series of Doctor Who, starring Peter Davison. I can't control the TARDIS. Can't you have a right to control? I just tried. Doctor! What is it? Something's coming through. A materialization? No. Extra dimensional. Doctor Who returns tonight at 6.45 on BBC One. Uh, well, it's Arc of Infinity, this one. I only actually watched this all today. Oh, really? I was putting it off a little bit because I thought it wasn't that great. 
There are elements yeah. that aren't that great. It's not like everybody's favourite or anything like that. No, so I, 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 I watched it all all today. Did you do it all in one go? No, I did one and two together, and then three br- big break four. I watched four in the bath, actually. Was like, I was like, come on, let's just get this done. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I mean, I'm really jumping here. That fourth episode was the most frustrating thing ever. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a whole, it's a frustrating story overall, I think. It's a really frustrating story. Like, I started skipping because I was like, nothing is happening here. They are just running around. Oh, my God, don't say that. We'll get messages being like, you're not watching it properly. I skipped like... <laughs> 10 seconds. Uh, I'd be watching. I was like, nope, they're still just running around Holland. Nope, still just running around Holland. Because that running around went on for like 10 minutes, I feel. it. Ju- I, I was like, I watched it. I was watching. I was like, what? what is this achieving? Like, other than showing us different parts of Holland. It was so padding. It was so paddy. And I was like, oh my gosh, just fucking catch him. 10 seconds ahead. Nope, we still haven't caught him. I'd watch a bit more. I'd be like, no. Oh, now there's a dog barking at him. Is this going to be it? No, okay, fucking hell. Like, it was painful. Well, it's written by the same guy that wrote Keeper of Traken. Okay. Which was Nissa's first. Did he know there was going to be that much padding? I don't know. I don't. I think it was a let's go to Amsterdam for the sake of it. There wasn't any reason to. And he got asked to set it in Amsterdam because they wanted to go on a holiday, I think. Again, when they went to Paris, I think it was just like, let's show off the location. Uh, but let's start at the beginning. We know our budget now on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, op- a season opener, maybe. We're going to Amsterdam. Maybe that's what it was. Um, it's not the strongest for an op- a season opener, but we start off with... Well, actually, we left last time with Tegan being left behind. Happy landings, Doctor. And she doesn't appear in that first episode at all. No. Were you waiting for that? What were you- no, no, I I was fully expecting, like, I was committed to her not returning, especially we've not seen her at all in that first episode. I was like, yeah, she'll be back for, at some point, maybe. Well, I think she, I knew she'd sort of be back because I know she comes in the, she, she returned in the new series and I was like, she must be a big enough character to be returning. So I was like, she'll come back at some point, but I, I wasn't expecting it at all this story so and her she looks completely different well i can't do tegan um timeline anymore because it's been a long time probably it's been a long yeah. time but well she's been fired yes yeah and she's got a whole new look actually let's do close watch on that a minute did i mean did you recognize her <laughs> i did recognize her it did take me a second but i did re- and because they literally go tegan and like i'm like okay well that's tegan i really hated her outfit it was like some really weird, busty, misplaced bust-like dress. The bust was awful. It was horrific. And then and then it was like, it was a dress, wasn't it? But it's like a boob tube and shorts. It's shorts. But the boob tube didn't, it was like a bust, it was like a, like a corsety sort of thing rather than a boob tube. And it just didn't line up in any way. It's like someone had like twisted it to the side. It just, it made no sense. I was I kept looking thinking she it's like she either doesn't have a cleavage to fill it, which could be the case, she's quite small. But like the way I was like, they could have chose a better outfit for her. It just looked awful. It's like the yeah, it's like this corset thing and then with this little sort of cardigan thing over the top. Yeah. And shorts. Yes. I was like, was it a dress? No, you're right, it's shorts. Yeah. 
But is, was that fashionable in the 80s even? I mean, maybe, but like, it's just such a strange look. It just doesn't suit her at all. It doesn't flatter at all. It's not practical for the adventure that they run, other than the fact it's short. At least like when she's on the floor a lot with her cousin and that. Yeah. Oh no, it was not a great outfit. When she's running, when I really, really noticed it when they're just running around Holland, and all you can hear is her shoes like <laughs> flapping away on the ground, and I was just like, it's so weirdly out. Like if she's traveling and she's traveled to the country to go and see her cousin, I thought she'd be in more travel appropriate attire. She's just arrived off the plane, and she's in that same outfit. It's not like she's like. Been living there a bit and you know it's just the weirdest it's really fucking weird outfit yeah you wouldn't get on a plane a long plane journey for that would you no no she should know she's um she was an air stewardess well um the doctor and nissa don't mention her at all no well they mention her a little bit at the start not in that first episode where the doctor's fixing the tardis and doing all that stuff there's no mention of it at all it's not like oh did we leave Tegan behind no, we didn't. No, there's there's nothing. I was I was keeping I was listening out for it. Maybe I just imagined that there was like a line, there's, but I'm I still... don't think there is. There's nothing about her, so it could have been a long, a long. Maybe time. that's why. I did, maybe because I didn't hear that, and like that's why I had that feeling like, well, she's not going to be in this at all. There was not, not anything. So I suppose viewers at the time would be like, what's what's going on? Because well, there is loads of audio adventures set with just the Fifth Doctor and Nissa in between that gap. So supposedly there's been, I've, I've, there's tons of them. There's so many things that happen in that gap. I enjoyed so. seeing like behind one of the circles. Oh yes, yeah, taking that out, doing the fix. There's a lot of sort of continuity stuff. So they mention the Cybermen. Um, they mention uh, sorry, the, the, all the technical stuff. There's a lot of you know the Time Lord stuff that we will we'll get to. There's a lot of past references in this for like fans and i think the criticism i think from here onwards was that they were sort of making it for the fans all the sort of i was gonna say nerdy fans that would get all of those references and things and it's sometimes a little bit annoying because it's that over plot and drama and and all of that and i think this is where it starts it's not that obvious in this one so much although we've got you know Omega and all of that, but it, it does start off even in that just that first scene with the with the Doctor and Nissa being like, oh well, you need to fix, you need to fix the audio for the screen, or you know because the Cybermen did this or this, you know, or this, and how, yeah, how yeah. come? And it's sort of like Nissa's become a Doctor Who fan and is like, uh, actually, Doctor, in this episode in Earthshock, when the Cybermen, why could he shoot his gun in the TARDIS? You need to fix this and you need to do this. It's it's just suddenly come like that where we wouldn't have got that in the past in like the 70s or anything like that. Do you think that's because it's the 20th year and they thought people might tune in that were, have maybe haven't watched it for a while? There's a little bit of that because we had Omega in the 10th anniversary one. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's, yeah. the, it's oh, that. Gosh, right. But I think it it just starts to creep into everything from now on. And it's uh, this is where there's big fandom now in the 80s and they're writing in and criticising and they're like, why have you done this? You know, if they did... Just, something out of continuity or whatever, the producer would be told about it. It gets it's starting to get a bit more organised fandom around this time, I feel. So um yeah, I just got that impression in that in that first Well, because the kids have grown up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, so then we we were on Gallifrey with the Time Lords, who actually I feel haven't changed since we saw them in the seventies. They look exactly the same. They're not really the the eighties Time Lords. They are pretty much the same outfits whenever we saw them yeah. last. But they're supposed to be, aren't they? That's their, you know, it'd be like if um, Alpha Centauri suddenly turned up wearing like something completely different. Yeah, I suppose so. But and you've got this sort of not. Not who done it, but who is it? Who's the mystery traitor in the Time Lords, and why does he have to wave his pen every time he talks to Omega? <laughs> Did you see the? the it's yeah. like we need to have a shadowy figure who needs to t- who needs to talk. So just express yourself with your hand and holding like a compass or a pencil or something. I'll be honest. I think it was because oh, there were what four or five conversations. The second to last one. I thought it was the woman. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. And I wondered whether they were getting different people to do it each time. Because obviously they have the voice box over the top, don't they? So that doesn't matter. Um, but I wondered whether, so it was like really inconspicuous because it was much lighter, the voice. And I was like, oh, is it going to be her? Yeah, they put like a filter. They like sort of Mickey Mouse did a little bit, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. And I wondered whether... To make it re- like not obvious at all, they got different people to do it and just have a shadowy figure pointing with a pen. I think it's just the direction in this that I have a problem with because I just don't think that is directed very well. Just the, Okay, the first time we've got a gloved hand going, well, but then later on, by like the, the last conversation, he has he doesn't start speaking until he starts waving his hand. It's like there's nothing else I can do, but so I have to do this. I think that's... I know this one I never had on video. Tom, my friend Tom had it on video and I borrowed it off him and I was never that impressed. Um, oh, and speaking of Tom. Where we go? The, um, our backpackers, Colin and Robin. So Colin is Tegan's cousin and Robin is, oh, he's just the worst. I think he's the worst actor. He's just really annoying. <laughs> I really don't like yeah, Oh, I think he's awful. That's sort of what Tom looked like a little bit. <laughs> He probably, I hope he never hears this, but he did look like Robert. He was that one, the, oh, it's as quiet as the grave. I've got somewhere for us to sleep tonight. <laughs> what a Oh, come down in the crypt with me. You know, it's all like that. I was like, oh, what, what is going on there? What What are you thinking when you see these guys? It's terrible. I didn't think it was the impression you've just done. He's awful. It's so weird. Okay, what are you, what do you like? Obviously, we've got the Australian, who turns out to be Tegan's cousin. So, if he's Tegan's cousin, that is her brother or sister's child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I was thinking, does Aunt Aunt Vanessa? That's her aunt, isn't it? So it's not going to be Aunt Vanessa's kid, is it? No. Uh, no, I think so. Oh my gosh! Because cu- it's oh no, no so it's, yeah, it would be. It would be. It could be. No, 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 no. Because that'd be if it was her brother, sisters. That'd be nieces and nephews, wouldn't it? No, but her, her aunt. Hang on, her aunt. Yeah, so it's her aunt is so Tegan's aunt would be her parents' brother or sister, and then their children would be her cousin. So yeah, it could be. Yeah, her cousin is. Right, so I, I hang on. So let's say you and let's say you and me are 
brother and sister. <laughs> right? right. Any kids that I have, you would be, they would be your nieces or nephews. I would be their uncle. Yes, and you'd be the uncle. Yeah. Right? So to be cousin, I think if you had kids and I had kids, those kids would be cousins. Yes, you're right. But to me... They are my nieces and nephews. Correct. Okay, so Auntie Vanessa is nothing to do with... Well, she could be. She could be, like, the mother of Colin, and that's why they're cousins. Yeah, the mother of Colin. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I thought in the first place. Yeah, yeah we've gone a long way around, but yes. And then, yeah. Yes. That works, isn't it? She could be the mother of Colin, and Tegan's parents are different, like, brother, whatever, sister of... The other aunt, yes. Or another relative. Well, I was going to say, there's no mention of Auntie Vanessa, so it's so not like... Maybe it's another relative. Like, I'm so sorry about your aunt who got shrunk by the master, but no. Uh, <laughs> but I. But then these two, Colin and Robin, they're an odd couple. I don't think they knew each other. I think they met each other when they were out backpacking around the world and was like, oh, oh let's... Yeah. They're just really weird. It's just really weird. And then why would you go and sleep? He's like, oh, I've got, I've got somewhere for us to stay tonight. In this crypt, random, like <laughs> it's just so weird. I think. And I guess if they have absolutely no money, it's somewhere that's safe with a roof over your head. I know, but I suppose I suppose everyone's booked up or something. Oh, and then he's lost his passport, hasn't he? And he's like, yeah. oh, which comes to nothing. That doesn't mean no. I know, but it's it's because that's why. Unless that's the reason he can't stay in the hotel, because the other guy had a room. Yeah, that's what I don't... I think he was scared that he was going to... Because he hasn't got a passport, he's going to be like... But just say, can't you just say, I've lost my passport. Can you help me find... He was scared of going to the police or going anywhere else because he's lost his passport. It's like, well, you can't help losing it. It doesn't mean you're like an illegal person there. You're going to get suddenly deported. I, think, I don't know. I Does mean, he, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we're talking the 80s. Things might have been a bit different. I don't know. But I was like, well, if you lost it, you lost it. Just go to the authorities and say, or the embassy or whatever. But anyway, I think maybe that's just a way to get them to go and sleep in the crypt. <laughs> well, and then we see our first monster, which is where this story doesn't get a great reputation. So this is the Ergon we're talking about here. Have we seen them before? No. Okay. It's a weird chicken thing. <laughs> and it reminds me of, you know, Prawn from Invisible Enemy? Yeah, you really hate which Prawn. Which I really didn't like, and that did not work. This is almost, this is in the same sort of family as Prawn. But the actual, but I suppose the good thing about this is, love it. it's not a prawn. at least chicken can walk on its own. If, if chicken had been like prawn, then prawn wouldn't have been so bad, if you get my meaning. <laughs> All I'm thinking of is like a paella right oh, now. Oh, chicken and prawn. Same <laughs> family. But no, We're in the same dish. It's not, I mean, it's not a big part of the story, but I, it's just like, this is like end of season, we've run out of money, monster. It's not awful. It's not significant to the story. Like it look in my head, I was like, it moved. Sometimes they don't move. No one looks clumsy in it. Not like we've seen before. We don't have to have someone being supported by like the person they're being attacked by. Do you know? Like it serves its purpose. It's not the main antagonist of the story either. Like the main antagonist is. Do I mean that? I do mean that. It's been a long day. Um, 
is Omega. Omega, yeah. That is who is your main bad boy here. They're just the side part. They're just super. It's like um, with Sandy years ago. What did they have? The Oh, my God. How do you remember Sandy? Where the hell has this come from? I don't know. It just popped in. What were Everybody's the just stopped and gone, what? <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> what was the yeah. thing? I'm sure it's Sandy. And they had... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like them. They're not like key to the story. They're just to help move it along because he can't, because Omega can't do it himself because he's no matter. <laughs> <laughs> no matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm sure there's a song with no matter in it. You think it's like no worries? No. <laughs> no matter, yeah, no, no matter. matter. <laughs> it's been a long no. day. <laughs> Colin gets zapped, doesn't he? you look at it's it my love. notes it's, it's a notebook that's all oh, it's just because it's close to the camera it looked like you had like, okay here's my notebook but like, it <laughs> massive. was like, it, it like a massive plinth board like, and here is <laughs> oh so yeah colin is zapped and i've written these are odd friends oh well then i've written who's waving the pencil we've done that uh colin gets chickened we've done that oh we see president barusa so he was the he was the guy from Invasion of Time, the one that Leela left in, but he's re- he's regenerated. So, but it's the same character. Oh, and there was I was reading about this. There was plans to have Leela in this, but she wasn't. Because they talk about Leela. Yeah, but she wasn't available to do it. So some of a lot of what Nissa does, Leela sort of would have done. And yeah. This is, oh, well, uh, gives us some. And actually, it's quite nice. Nissa does quite a lot in this, and just having the Doctor and Nissa for the majority actually works really well. It does. I thought that. I thought it was it was a nice sort of story for them to be a pairing. Because you have that knowledge and you have that. And also I think like it's a time lord. I feel like there's a respect in place, but an understanding. I don't know. I thought I thought it was quite a good Nissa story. She's very trigger happy in this. She can't wait to get that gun and she blasts a couple of guards. She's shooting people all over the place and grabbing the gun and the doctor gives her a bit of a towards the end when she grabs the gun the doctor's like well and she's like oh, well i need it and then when she needs to shoot when she's shooting that chicken thing at the end that's when she can't shoot the gun properly it's like you've been shooting everyone this whole story that 100 percent would have been now you said that that would have been leela oh it, of course it would be i could see her at the end you know that when she um Push I can see Leela would have done all that shooting. She was a, she was like a fighter. Because when they're um, running away at the end of part one, there's a guard about to get the Doctor, and Nissa is behind her, just pushes him over. And I don't know how she pushes him. She, he can't get up after that push. That was a big push. <laughs> That's the kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? That would have all been Leela. Leela would have been like, I'm going to protect and defend. And that would have been, that was her character. So it's interesting you've said that, because like, I didn't know that, but now you've, said that i'm like that makes sense it works. she Why would have had a knife instead of the gun wouldn't she yeah of course she would she'd have had a gun and she'd have been helping defend them to get to their oh, point and then nissa and k9 would have met and they were like they're sort of like the same a little bit so they would have got on really well <laughs> oh yeah God. would k9 have been in it was k9 there oh, leader had a k9 of course she did yeah yeah i forgot mm. no k9 though this time no no but then um 
back we go back and forth a lot and this annoys me as well and i said this about i think it was kinder that i said this about there's lots of cutting back and forth. you have half a scene and then it cuts to someone else and then you have half a scene and just as the scene's getting going it goes back it goes to someone else it's really annoying the style that they've got i was going to look up it was that same director or from that other one that annoyed me but it must be the script though it must be or the just script. like the house style of how they produce it at the time it's just like you're just getting into it and then it's but the um robin goes to the youth hostel which they had booked in he gets he's upset because he can't find his friend and just decides to leave and go to the youth hostel. He is so rude to the youth hostel lady. Can I just say, youth hostel lady is my favourite character in this. She's a bit of <laughs> she's a bit of an Edith. She's just helping. She's she just wants to help out. And he is, and she's just saying, "Oh, there's two of you booked in. You know, where's you know where's the other one?" And then he's so rude. He's like, "Oh well, he's not coming. He's never coming back." Well, like, how is she supposed to know? He just has a massive go at her. I was like, that's so rude to poor youth hostel lady. I didn't think he was over rude. He's had a very stressful 24 hours, the guy. The guy was like in a crypt and then his mate's gone missing and things are a bit odd. And then he's met up and had to tell the bad news to the mate's cousin. And he's probably just a bit stressed, love. <laughs> well, he doesn't, he doesn't get to meet Tegan. He only meets her because youth hostel lady is very helpful and says there was a message from no, Oh. before and then they go to the youth hostel he meets her at the airport oh no but before he goes to youth hostel first and then he goes back again later and that's when because he you know, are you sure because no that no. can't be right because why did he, he no he goes he went to youth hostel and then and then the guy collins left a letter yeah so she's she's like oh no so he goes to the youth hostel and then she's like, oh, is that two of you checking in? And he's like, no, uh, to her. And she's like, oh, well, I only said that because there was a message saying that his cousin's going to meet him at the airport tomorrow. And he's like... But they must have already checked in. But no, he was checking in because he because says... Why would, why would he just go to a random youth hostel and go, here's a letter? Yeah, but I don't, I don't know... Well, yeah, that, okay, that is weird because why did they go to the crypt? Why did they go like, to the crypt? Because she says, youth hostel lady, is very helpful. She said, how many days are you going to stay? And he's like, oh, I don't know, a couple of days. And she's like, that's fine. I'm totally helpful. It doesn't matter how many days you need to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the only thing I can think of is... Well, they only had a... a bail Tegan, was, Tegan booked it. So they weren't staying at all yet. Tegan had booked it. Well, he doesn't know Tegan. He doesn't even know that, oh. No, 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 no. But but Tegan, they knew that Tegan was coming to visit her cousin. Uh, yes, yeah. She must have booked the hostel as a place to stay. And he left a note for Tegan in case she checked in before. No, but I think the note was from, I think Tegan phoned up and was like, my cousin's staying here. I'm going to be on this flight. Can you let him know? I, maybe oh. they just didn't have availability. I have no idea. So then. Like, I have no idea. Crypt is day one, and then they were booked in on day two, but there was no availability on day one. Maybe, but then, I don't know. But then he didn't want to book anyway because he didn't have a passport. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense. I don't understand that. Someone explain it to us, please, because we're both a bit confused. <laughs> anyway, she was very helpful. Day three, Mark's just going back to the days with Tegan because that's how he knows how to structure her storyline. Yes. Um, oh, oh, back on Gallifrey, we have a, there is one good guy that helps him out, Damon. Yeah, he's very helpful. Now Damon seems to know Leela 
Oh well, I think she. I think they're all going to know who Leela is because she's like the first person that's not from that planet, staying and marrying Andred and that. Maybe, oh, he probably went to the wedding. He was probably like best man. Okay, cool. That's what I'm going to say. Damon was best man. Andred's best man at the wedding. <laughs> oh, and then K nine had the ring. It was like anyway. Yeah, so Damon is cool. Um, oh, in like in part two, so the Doctor and Nissa are sort of cap- well, not captured, put on like TARDIS house arrest and the doctor's just in Nissa's bedroom on the bed yeah but it's the only re- it's apparently been a sanctioned room well it's got um the lovely uh, butterfly costumes that won a Doska last time hanging up uh I, there's a lamp that it's a bit sort of 80s club tropicana Nissa's bedroom i feel it's very 80s it's very 80s yeah it's still got that wicker furniture though well, we all love a bit yeah. of wicker. And actually, speaking of like sort of the look of everything, I think Gallifrey looks quite cheap. The Gallifrey bar, do you see everyone just sort of in a corridor? It's like a corridor bar thing, like a lobby. It's a bit... I don't And all these just random sofas in corridors and things. Oh, you hate that? Mm, yeah, I didn't... I, it looks very cheap on Gallifrey. It doesn't... I think it's because they've spent all their money being in Amsterdam. Yeah, that's probably it. I mean, the, the filming... I mean, it looks lovely, 80s... Amsterdam. Yeah, 80s Amsterdam, yeah. yeah. I liked when Tegan and Robin sat down and he was, like, explaining what happened. It was a little bit like Tegan invested, a bit like, sort of, you know, when Sarah Jane had her own thing. I could see Tegan having her own thing, being like, right, I'm going to investigate. Let's go and, and see what, you know, what we can find out. I like that. That was a good scene in the little cafe. I would have liked more of that and less Time Lord stuff, I think. Um, the guy that plays... The the one that we find out, spoilers everyone, it's Heading, it's the baddie. <laughs> he played the toy maker. Oh, did he? He was he was, I mean, he was a good baddie. And also because just the scene before he's like, Well, I'm you're gonna use things. And he's like instantly when she seemed talking, like, well, this is the baddie. Like, I don't know, the reveal didn't feel like much of a reveal because there's like a scene before that's like, go and talk to the president and persuade him and then the next scene is him persuading the president is like, okay well that's the guy i would have liked a bit more of like uh who is it who is it yeah i don't i think i'm trying to remember because obviously i knew it was like really who is it and then like here you go yeah <laughs> it's like actually we forget that now we've done that bit we just need yeah. to get to the next no, you just need to know now yeah 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 who and he was obviously he was married to annika wills at one point as well yeah 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 oh and speaking of which Annika Wills news. I don't know if you're interested. Um, Are you going to tell me that she's not doing them anymore? Yeah, I know that. How? I've been sent it. I've been sent it. Love. Oh. Everyone knows. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, there you go. She's not doing them anymore. Yeah. 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 What a loss. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> well, then it's all about executing the Doctor, and it's all back and forth. We're going to get him, and we're not, and everything. Um, and we only find out it's Om- actually we only find out it's Omega later on in part at the end of part three because he's because he's in the credits is the renegade is not anything else. Um, what are you thinking about when you see this sort of this who he's talking to who wavy hand man's talking to? You just like I just thought it was another baddie. Like I didn't think I know it was Omega and anything like it that. Completely uh, different. It was a nice sort of twist. It was nice, like oh yeah, I, re- I remember that character and. Um, but actually, the first time around, it felt really threatening. And this time around, it didn't. It's a completely different look. It's a different actor. 
he's not that shouty powerful he was in his own world before and everything and now i didn't even think that was it i think just the whole story was very bland well, see this is what i mean about sort of being a bit to the fans it's all like oh we're gonna see the time lords again we're gonna see omega again it's gonna be all these references and it's like well, actually there's not anything that interesting I want the threat of Omega. Because ultimately, it's a guy. I mean, you know, first time around, it was a guy walking, you know, but it felt threatening. It felt like this guy knows all this knowledge. He's going to end. He can, like, change everything, you know? And he's crazy. And he's absolutely mental, you know? So, like, that felt like a thing last time, whereas this time it feels a little bit like, I don't know. Oh, sorry, beyond him. I don't know. That's how I feel about Omega. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the more of a villain is the guard, the Time Lord guard, Maxil, who is the main leader, the one with the feathery hat. Max. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's great. He's really good. He feels like he's the bad guy in it. And then you realise he's not because he's like, "Mm, investigate this. And yeah, I thought all that was really good. Um, That idea of like, you think you know him and actually he's just doing his job and he is very dedicated and stuff but even then even sorry just jumping you know when he like breaks through and he's he's like right doctor i know you've been and and literally they go no you're wrong and he and he's like oh <laughs> it's very just there's no build up for that there's no like ah i've caught you both together and he goes no actually uh it was that guy and this is it and he goes oh okay and then oh well that was true like no He's very easy to back down. Mm. And, and Nissa is very um, involved in all the stuff with um, Damon. She has, I think at the end of part two, someone's given her that crying stick because once the doctor's executed, there's that like close-up and all her um, makeup is sort of running a little bit. And that's the cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, poor Nissa. But she's pretty good. I, like I said, she's really involved. I thought she was quite strong in this. You know, she's trying to defend the doctor. Then when he comes back, she's trying, you know... It makes sense that this would have been Leela some of those moments as well. Um, but And I'm actually glad it's not it, a little bit out of character, but it gives her lots to do to be involved in. Yeah. Before Tegan comes back, she can have her time. Part three's not great with all the wibbly-wobbly effects. With the Obviously, they're sat on like a, a, a sort of an office chair in green screen, <laughs> just with their legs up and their arms up. It's not a great. I mean, we've... it's not great, but I, I don't hate it that much because I think it creates the effect that they're in a limbo. And what else can they do at that time? I mean, otherwise, it would have just been floating. No, but if we go back 10 years to the other Omega thing, the, the third Doctor went in limbo and fought that guy, and it was on film and it was all coloured lights, and he had that sort of slow motion wrestle, and it was really but he's affecting. He's not fighting or anything, he's just in limbo having a discussion. <sighs> I think it could have been done. And, he, and also, he doesn't know who he's having a discussion with. So Omega can't be there because he's still trying to work out who is doing this at that point. I think they could have been a bit more creative with that. It's just, oh, I don't know, I just don't like just pressing wibbly-wobbly on the button on the computer in the 80s. <laughs> and it's like fast, slow, <laughs> you know. Mm, it's Maybe they'll update that for the Blu-ray, I don't know. <laughs> And then, well, part four is where at least something different happens. We've got an evil, evil doctor in a way, because it's Omega. Peter Davison is... Why is it? He was great. That, he was so good in it. In fact, I think seeing him playing that other part, I was like, he's a fucking great actor. 
it's weird, isn't it? When we've had, well, Nissa Tegan and the Doctor now have had evil doubles so far. Why is it when whenever they play, and even, you know, like the second Doctor and Salamander, why is it whenever the regulars get to play someone else, their acting level suddenly goes up really, like... He was so good. Like, he... It, he obviously looked like him, but it was nothing like that character. It, and, like, he doesn't do anything or say anything. It gets more obvious as he's running around and his face is changing. I mean, literally, they put a different wig on the guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's obviously not him. But, like, those initial things, when he's with that kid and all that, it's so sinister. Oh, I was going to talk about that scene. So those, um, what are they called, those things? Do you remember those? You don't see them anymore. Well, like, Punch and Judy sort of machines. Like. I loved those as a kid. Whenever there was one in the high street, I'd love to watch those. When it, they go, like, with the little xylophone things. They're great. There's a If you look um, at the very beginning where you see that, you see, like, the crowd and the kids and stuff. There's two kids at the front that just look like you and me. <laughs> the I'm, I'm going to send you a picture later. There's the first two kids you see are us. <laughs> Absolutely, oh God, it's so funny. funny. And like, do you know what? Like, that fits into my brother and sister analogy. I'm just saying, um, that's funny. It's hilarious. But apparently, that was supposed to echo. I mean, this is on TARDIS Wiki. But is it supposed to show there's a bit of sort of humanity there or something? He's seeing, you know. I get, I get that. It was really sinister, but I did think it was like a smirk of like I'm a, I'm a person and I'm alive again, and this is because like he doesn't injure anyone there. He's just sort of like taking in the enjoyment of a child enjoying. Yeah, I get that. I did think that it's really sinister, but it's sort of that I get. Yeah, there is sort of like a little a heart to it of like, and I'm real. He does it so well. He does it really well. It's supposed to echo a bit like Frankenstein you know in the original Frankenstein you know when we watched that ages ago and he he sees this that girl picking flowers or something does he and yeah yeah I think he accidentally kills her though doesn't he in that he does, yeah. yeah it's supposed to be like a bit like that sort of Frankenstein moment with the kid sort of thing so I was ages ago when we watched that I'll put that I'll send out that episode for coffee members so <laughs> they can listen to us talk about the original Frankenstein if they want but yeah yeah that's really well done um and it does wrap up Fairly, I mean, it's just they just shoot him basically. All this run around, yeah, pointless, absolutely pointless. Apart from to show off, I can't even talk. I don't no. even want to talk okay. about it because it's no. so frustrating and boring. Mm. So boring. Yeah, and then when they find him, they just shoot him, and then we all go back to normal. But my favorite bit is when she's like, "Oh, I guess I'm coming back with you." And he looks so unimpressed about it. Yeah, I don't really know what that's about because, like, I know they argued a lot, and this is the first Fifth Doctor story you've had with no arguing. He says it's just the way he delivers it. Everything about it's like great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the Doctor liked just travelling with Nissa. Yeah, I agree. Did they get on? Oh yeah, absolutely. And but then there's audio set directly afterwards with Tegan in. And oh, there's one, and she's like, she comes back in the TARDIS. She's like, "You've moved all my stuff. What's happened to my room?" And she's going <laughs> off, so she's straight back into the that. I mean, it's a shame that's not on TV, but um, yeah, it's really funny that the way there's um, there's actually an audio s set directly at the end of this called "The Waters of Amsterdam," where there's a whole other Amsterdam adventure as well. And there's a whole other Omega adventure as well straight after. Yeah, anyway, there we go. 
you're not nobody's interested (laughs) (laughs) people are mark it's just not me so there's just a lot of stuff that's come out of this story if that's anything you know yeah i can imagine like there's a lot to play with and People love having the Time Lords but, and stuff. But you don't see what happens to Tegan, Tegan's cousin at the end. No, we just know he's going to get better. He's in the hospital and he's going to get better. They're a bit sort of non-characters, really, aren't they? Because it's like, obviously, zombie taken over. They're, they're literally there to bring Tegan and the Doctor back together. That's the yeah, only that's reason. It. And, you know, have someone backpacking in Amsterdam, a reason for her to go there. It, and it's a bit contrived that randomly the her backpacking cousin in Amsterdam gets taken by Omega. Right, yeah. So, no, it's not the strongest opener of the season, but it was okay. It's not as actually it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So yeah. No, oh, there we go. That's and it was okay for you. There you go. Yeah, it's fine. Look, we've had worse. It's not going to be our worst. I would happily take back some of the time that I watched that last episode of them just trudging around. Uh, if someone could give me that those minutes back, that would be great. We'll put this all as a compilation. It'll be them running round. The third Doctor on his uh, speed bike for hours. All of that time. We'll put it all together and it will add up to a time at the end of all of these episodes. (laughs) When we finally do this, I'll be like, here's some time back, Sarah. Here's some life back. There we go. Um, We are back. Season 20. Let's go. Well, the next story is four episodes. And it's called Snake Dance. Snake Dance. That's intriguing. I think, oh, I wonder if they'll go back to, um, where's Nissa from? Oh, Traken. Traken, yeah. I wonder if, because Traken was where that snake was, wasn't it? Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, I no. was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, that was on um, Divaloka. That was in the jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I don't think it'll be anything to do with that. Okay, I don't know. I think there'll be a snake. Well, actually, no, you were sort of like Traken had a bit of a trees and the snake one had trees. I can see how that, we can see how it <laughs> yeah. comes together. Oh, the trees. Please. The trees. There, was a, there were trees. There's trees in a lot of fucking stories there, but there are those trees. Uh, well, um, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 2WatchWho, or you can support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash 2WatchWho. Thank you, everyone that Thank does. Thank you. And, oh, yeah, someone got in touch. Um, and actually, this episode hasn't gone out yet, the last one. But I said about doing, um, like, 90 stories. Oh, and someone got in touch and was like, are you going to do the 90 stories? And listed out pretty much all the ones that I was thinking of doing. So there well, you there go. We go. Gotta do it. Yep. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we won't mention it again for ages. Uh, well, for the 80s, no, at least. No. Okay, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. To watch who?